feature presentation. Welcome back to Road Trip Cinema, where today, this week, we will be discussing Temple of Doom. I am today's host, Saeed, and I am not short round. <laughs> I am your constant adventurer of cinema, John Rhodes. I guess in thinking about it, I'm a lot closer to Sala than maybe John Reese davies would be. Yeah, absolutely. With, with, I mean, at least I have the heritage similar, <laughs> rather than the Irish. I don't know, you might be the... the the prince in this too oh my god <laughs> uh, I just want to come right out the get go with my numbers because there's traffic and I don't like having to read while I drive <laughs> Temple of Doom released 1984 just a, sh- a fucking minute and a half under two hours at 118 minutes budget increase 28 million as opposed to the last one's 20 million okay uh, 8 million more I'm Huge success. Why not? Throw a few more mil at it. Uh, double that for marketing. So yep. now your budget is 54? Is it 56? Yeah, you're right. Yep. 56. 56. I'm wrong. Uh, 56 mil. Holy shit. That is the first time I've... Never mind. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> you beat an Asian to math? Yeah. <laughs> uh, total budget, 56 million. Box office, 333 million. So, actually, a drop in the box office from the first film, Raiders. And I think that has a lot to do with... This movie is a much darker film. Yeah, I was going to say. This movie is way more intense than I even remembered. Uh, I I know we discussed this. I didn't. We didn't talk about it with Raiders. Uh, I don't know if you watched this with your significant other. I watched this with my significant other. And uh, she was surprised... As kind of I was, I knew it happened, but I kind of I forgot how dark it was. With uh, child slaves, yeah, yep. <laughs> the occult being whipped, yeah, children. You see the children being whipped, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot more brown face than I remembered. <laughs> a lot of brown face. It almost became a game while we were watching of like, hey, okay, the, is this guy actually ethnic or is this guy is this guy a white? The the lead antagonist will became India's biggest star out of it, so. So he was not a white, is what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, okay. The He's the only one I'm certain. The of. the heart ripper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forget his name. Yeah. Shaved his head for the role, had to keep it shaved pretty much from then on because <laughs> That's the was, iconic look. Yeah, yeah, and was India's biggest star, at least for that time period. And it's easy to see why. I don't... In watching this, I don't feel like this movie is portrayed as racist stereotypes. I know a lot of people have made that complaint, and it's got issues. <laughs> it's it's a bit much at times. I don't think any of it is done with ill intentions. No. It's... I mean, even the village they land in towards the people getting after mm-hmm. they do their, their you know, their, their James Bond yeah, scene yeah. where Ford is literally wearing Connery's white tux with the red mm-hmm. flower, uh, gets the Bond girl that did Luke, a fucking song and dance. Yeah. Lucas wrote this one as well, right? Story? Yeah. Was he more involved? Because I, I've seen a lot of people say, you can tell Lucas had just gone through his divorce before this because he wrote the indie girl as a screaming nagging woman who does nothing you know what's funny 
both him and Steven were going through a divorce at that time, and they both credit as to why this one's so fucking dark. And, you know, it's funny, Steven married that screaming woman. I, I made that point to my significant other. I was like, as annoying as she is, the director married her. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he made her be as annoying as possible and then married her. You know what's funny, though? You were talking about the writing process. Do you know, because once Steven was on, George was like, all right, if you make this one, I've got these all planned out. You have to sign on and do a trilogy. I've heard this, yeah. Did not have this planned out. No, very very no. much. From everything I've heard, they kind of throw ideas at the wall until everybody's kind of like, you know what, that's not bad. Dude, okay, so originally the idea was a haunted castle. Yep. Ghosts. Steven, yeah. Steven, no, I just did Poltergeist. I don't want to do that. Yeah, we're going to be hearing... Steven going, I just did, I don't want to do that a lot in the coming episodes, I'm sure. Well, okay. Not, not that. Okay. How about, not a haunted castle, but Dracula in a castle. Which would later feature in the... Young in the, yeah, Jones the Adventures. Yep. Nope, that one got scrapped. Monkey King. <laughs> that, that might be a little racist. Got scrapped. Until finally, they, they landed on this idea. So just the the sheer amount uh, of insanity thrown at the wall. I okay. I, I missed one. I am sorry. Um, uh, the Lost Kingdom, like Indiana Jones stumbling upon dinosaurs in a village. <laughs> that that was one. Like, literally had no idea. Just throwing darts at a fucking board. What about this? And they end up on the occult, which you know last time was the. Ark of the Covenant. I think this is a good change of pace. I I don't think it's out of the world's reality to believe that this would work. This is just as fine. I don't have an issue with the occult or any means. No. It's just definitely darker. No. And it's... I mean, it would make sense to be darker. You're doing the fucking occult. You you don't want to, like, PG-13 polish that off. Which, I guess I just mentioned the, the big point. This film was another industry changer in the fact that it kind of led to the PG-13 rating existing. Yeah. Like, this movie, definitely not PG, but it's not quite R. Yes, and uh, Steven Spielberg had to actually really lobby to get a new rating because he didn't feel it was deserving of an R, but no one felt it deserved PG, so... Definitely too dark for PG. Oh, I mean, look at the first one, though. There's fucking blood everywhere and fighting and I mean yeah but it's also not quite R okay yes I will give you that there's although I love this scene fucking iconic no dude getting his heart ripped out and then this beautiful shot of just this occult priestess holding the heart as it bursts into, into fucking flames, flames. It, it was so fucking cool to rewatch that I was like I I'm genuinely, genuinely curious if that was a real fire or not. Because it looks so well done. That I think it was. I think they genuinely did it in camera rather than just, like, copy and paste the fire and do it later. Yeah. Obviously, that's, they couldn't do that then. But there was VFX tricks at the time for that kind of thing. You know, like Star Double Wars. exposure. Kind yeah. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... I, with no PG-13 rating existing at the time, it makes sense Raiders should be PG. 
over yeah. R. Uh, this movie really blurred that line, and it, I could see why PG-13 was born from it. So in in that sense, it's another industry changer because now that is like the biggest, one of the biggest markets in the world is PG-13. Absolutely. If not the biggest. I, I, I know. think it is. PG movies kind of tote that with kids movies, but PG-13 is where all the money is now. Absolutely. Typically. You even hear films that get either an R or a PG as to diminish or increase to get that PG-13 mm-hmm. rating because studios have confidence in that. Because PG, a lot of adults think, oh, that's children's. Right. Or R, I can't take my kids to see it, whereas PG-13, everyone can see it. Yeah, good enough, it's fine. Yeah. But, you were talking about uh, the change in tone, and I know they wanted to do that purposefully, so they didn't feel like they were simply repeating themselves from the last time. And I have to ask you, do you think that was the smart move, or could they have done kind of the same tone as last time with a darker theme, with this darker theme? I think in in viewing them as a trilogy, which they weren't, but it you got to get in the mind of Spielberg, who is, I don't want to do what I've already done. Yeah. I think it was smart for them to make this darker film. Because it stands out. I mean, like I, I said in last week's episode, everybody has a favorite from the original trilogy, and it's very varied. Like, yeah. everybody has different opinions and different reasons why they like one over the other. And I talked, I've been asking everybody at my job, at home, friends and family, what's your favorite Indiana Jones movies? And I was surprised, actually, how many people told me Raiders, or not Raiders, sorry, well, a lot of people did say Raiders, too, but Temple of Doom is one of their favorites. And a lot of it is because of the minecart adventure, where that feels a lot more child-friendly and yeah. almost like a kid's film. But it's in this super dark movie. Like <laughs> You talked about how there's lots of blood and fighting and stuff in the first one. And this one, a bunch of dudes get eaten alive by fucking crocodiles. That's true. Uh, dudes get sacrificed. Children are getting whipped. Like, this one Beating hearts ripped out of chests. Oh, okay. How about the dinner scene? <laughs> okay, that... I... I don't know why people... What's the racist element? That is it just assumed that people don't eat brains? Because, like, we do that here in the U.S., honestly. Yeah, head cheese. It's... It's... it's I mean, it's, it's not, not the normal, whole thing. It's but, part of head cheese. Yeah. I know that, people, but still. <laughs> but, like, is the racist aspect... I, I have heavy quotes around that, because I don't yeah. feel it is. But do people say it's because she, like, faints because she's so disgusted by it, or...? I think that they, they are trying to say that this is, like, a normal cuisine, and, like, oh, how racist just to assume this, but... I, I think it's... I mean, this is dinner with a prince and a bunch of generals and all these elite, like, this is presented as if it's a very specific dessert, like, it's... Yeah, it's like these are delicacies. Yeah, exactly. And... It's a special treat for the elite. Like, they're not just out here fucking chopping up monkey heads to just fucking mow down on gray matter. I mean... No, and I think this is kind of a holdover from George wanting to do a horror movie. I'm kind of glad he never did. Well, I'm just saying that that was initially his intention. He wanted to do The Haunted Castle. He wanted to do Dracula. Those are horror 
elements. Those are horror genres. That's what he wanted to play with. So I think this is just a holdover. And if you look well, at this movie... I will say, there's a lot of scenes that shine through that from when they almost have a sex scene between Willie and Indy. Uh, their little argument about who's the hotter, more charismatic, sexy person. Yeah. Which was a bizarre argument. Uh, they end up going through the tunnels and there's... It's a really funny leading man line where Short Round and India are about to be crushed and speared to death and Willie's scared to touch bugs <laughs> and he does this close up zoom in through a hole of Indy just yelling we are going to die and he just does <laughs> yeah. this weird act like voice and it fucking kills me every time because it's just it sounds like pure panic yeah like we I, are going to die I, I can't get through this this through your head hard enough how fuck there's a child in here help us it's it's fantastic I love it especially post my car I think that running back and forth the bridge and my significant other was very checked out by this point she uh, the thing I love about adventure movies is they just keep going kind of the same with John Wick films, I guess, yeah. where they just kind of keep going. The action doesn't stop. You're going from piece to piece to piece because you're following the exciting parts of their adventure. I guess some people get bored of that after a while. I, I, I guess. Well, I think this one also changed it up because the last one was very globetrotting. This one's one location pretty much. Yeah. I mean, after our cold open, we're, we're in one location for the majority of this film. And as I, I was saying... With the holdovers, we have the palace, which could have been a castle. Yeah. We have the giant vampire bats. I mean, we can still see the holdovers from a lot the original scripts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's a nice change. I do like the central location, the mystery of this location. I think that's all good. Um, I, I like that Indy never... While a lot of people would be like, oh, the... The, these Indians think their silly little rock is real, whatever, like, would mock it. Indy, at, at no point in the film, ever mocks it. No. He takes it just as seriously as any other religion. He took it, like, I don't know if he necessarily believed the Ark of the Covenant in the first film was genuine or just an artifact. Either way, it was a special point of history, and that's kind of the point of archaeology. Yeah. It's like the historical element of it. And then come to find out the fucking Ark of the Covenant's real. Like, <laughs> the wrath of God inside is real. The judgment is upon us. Uh, Melts all the Nazis. Yeah, I mean, that's... I don't know what they expected. Maybe just because Nazis genuinely believe they weren't awful, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, God's judgment. That's literally what the Ark of the Covenant was. So, it's... It was funny watching this one and seeing Indy never disrespect with their beliefs in any yeah. way. Like, he treated it just as... And at the moment where he watches the heart get ripped out and sees the stones come together, he's not shocked that it's real. He's more shocked, like, oh, fuck, they have them all. Like, yeah. he knows of it, and like, oh, fuck, these dudes got to it. Damn. Like, every, uh, you know, Short Round and Willie are both, oh, my God, it, they were serious. It's real. It's a little rock. And he's just like, oh, I gotta get me one of those. Fuck, <laughs> I, I want that. <laughs> Well, okay, we're kind of getting towards the end here, so I want to ask, we keep saying the tone's different, the tone's different. Is the tone too different for you? I think it was the best thing for it, but I'll jump right into a rating with it. I okay. think it's a four out of five. 
it's slightly, it's just a little bit not as good. While I think the characters are better, I think Indy and Short Round's relationship is so fucking adorable. Oh, it's great. I enjoy it so much. I think Willie is a little too annoying for me. Yeah. Uh, Marion was fine. I didn't well, have any I, issues with her in the first yeah, one. Yeah. Willie is just like, at, at some point, I had to turn my TV down. I was like, I, enough screaming. Like, it's, we could have done with less screen time with her, I think. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Like, she could just exist there, too. Just the screaming had to come down a bit. <laughs> the tone being darker is what it needed as a franchise. The movie is different enough to exist as its own thing. Uh, I, I understand why it dropped in the box office compared to the first film, but a 50... What do we say? $56 million budget yep. to a $333 million box office return? Still fucking incredible. Yeah. That's still like six times your fucking... Your, your investment you're taking back in. So, huge success still. Uh, I... There would be a gap in time compared to the previous film, where the first one's 81, this one's 84. The next one wouldn't come out for five years until 89. Uh, what would you say for your rating? How do you feel about this film? Okay, so to answer my own question, I, I think it is a little too dark, but I think that's because we are lacking some of that fun, thrilling adventure. Like, th there doesn't seem to be as much as that to counteract the super darkness. So, kind of some of that fun is downsized for me. Plus, you know, the, the screaming girl adds nothing. I mean, Kate, Kate Capshaw, that's it. She really kind of adds nothing. Right. Um, short Round, love that relationship. I completely agree with you. I also, I, I, I don't think Steven Spielberg's at his best here. Uh, it just doesn't have that same magic. It doesn't capture me the same. Um, I'm going to go three and a half. Really? Yeah. Three, that far down? Yeah. I thought you were going to drop to four. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it just didn't quite captivate me the same. I That's understandable. Like I said, everybody has their favorite their original trilogy, but it, it sounds like you still enjoy it, though. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. you, it didn't sound like you really had gripes with it as much as, like, eh, just a little weaker. Yes. Yeah, it's weaker. It's not as much fun. Like, it, it is still a good movie. I will still watch it. Hmm. It's just not going to be my go-to. Does it change your opinion of it all, thinking of it as a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark? Um, not really. Like, do you feel like the Indies character makes more sense in this one as before Raiders rather than after? I think so, yeah. I, I've always heard, because obviously I didn't see these movies. I was born fucking six years after the end of the trilogy. So, I I didn't see these movies as they came out. I don't. I, I always heard that this one's a prequel to Raiders, and rewatching them, I don't think it fucking matters. No, it doesn't. At what point did that ever fucking come up? Like, why does that have to be maybe for Indy's character wise? Like, but that's really it. It, it may be character, but no, this I don't is think just that more even mattered either. No, this is really just more of that serial inspiration. Right. You know, just this is just another adventure one that this adventure. guy goes on. I think that's what these movies shine with, though, is one-off adventures. Yeah. I don't think they need to be tied to each other. Because I, I think Indy, as that character exists, naturally makes sense for him to keep going on adventures and keep running into crazy people, characters, and antagonists. I completely agree. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to next week 
and talking about more of his adventures and possibly your favorite Indiana Jones adventure. Oh, I'm sorry. That's in two weeks. It sounds like this one's not your favorite then either. This is not your favorite of the original trilogy. No. All right. We'll we'll be back next week with Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. You've arrived at your destination.